Hello, 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 hello. Hope all is well. Hope y'all continue to practice these COVID regulations that they got in place. Hopefully by now you've decided whether or not you are going to get vaccinated or not. And if you got vaccinated, hopefully you didn't get Johnson Johnson because your arm's going to fall off and you might die. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe not that extreme, but. But we don't know. <laughs> Who knows, right, right, right? So, um, yeah, I just hope y'all are good. So I, you guys have heard the last few episodes. Um, I had special guests. Um, I decided that moving forward, I'll probably have conversations with other people just so that we can all have um, a fresh opinion on things. Um, you guys to hear someone else's perspective. Um, probably hearing um, maybe the same narrative, but it's just to understand that we all kind of have similar trauma with things that are going on. That are going on. So I have a special guest. And my special guest is Emery, and I'm gonna let her like actually like introduce herself. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name's Emery. I'm a, I'm a aspiring model on social media, and I'm a mental health advocate. Yes, yes. <laughs> we we're gonna talk about we're gonna do a small little mini segment. Um, I don't want to give too much away because we don't really know. Sometimes the conversations are just really genuine, and then you chop it up and you get it out there. But we're gonna, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk, y'all. So, um, one thing that we wanted to talk about today was um, our experiences, and you guys have heard my experience as a as a curvy woman. Um, but there's things that have happened over the last few months that you guys have not heard about. There's new experiences. There's new things that has happened to me that you guys I have not shared with people yet, um, specifically for this segment. Um, so just a refresher on what's happening with me as a curvy woman. But also getting someone else's perspective. Um, I know a lot of the time you guys hear the straight, like, African-American side of things and perspective of things. So, Emery, who is a little spicy Latina woman. I want you guys to have that um, that perspective. Because a lot of times we think that when we speak about generational curses and stuff like that, a lot of times we think that it's just um, genetics. And we don't realize that, like, generational curses are literally generations. So, my mom and... Grandma, I don't even know how old your mom is, but like they, as them as women, that generation of women could experience something that was then passed on to us. Yeah. Um, and people don't really understand that, and it goes from just about anything. Like it could be from weight, um, from how we, how we talk to ourselves, how we talk to other people, how we date. Like it goes all into all of that. Definitely. And there's things. Like, you guys hear me and they, you've heard me and Shay talk about it. You've heard me and Cheyenne talk about it. Um, our perspective and our experiences, but I think it's time that we start coming to the table and, and kind of as minority sisters um having that conversation and being able to strengthen each other rather than consistently be um against each other so i want to say before we dig into the tea thank you for like coming up here and, and taking time no problem no problem so do you consider yourself a curvy woman or a plus size woman since i'm also way i have to consider myself a curvy woman okay but before you would have yeah consider yourself okay when you lost your weight was it like wanted to lose weight or it was kind of like I wanted to happen I wanted to lose weight but it was kind of like slow and I didn't realize it till like I was I stepped on the scale one day just magically I was like all right let me see what's going on and I was like oh I lost 20 pounds it's lit (laughs) (laughs) super lit listen we always love a good a good weight loss I act like me and Shay have um Shay was a my my she's my co-host um COVID got a she crazy with it so we had to improvise um, and then our schedules are all crazy, so um, she's still creating content. But um, when it comes to the podcast, I'm kind of holding it down right now. But um, 
a lot of the time we we would be like working super crazily and we're realizing like damn I eat in three days but I have some water and some fruit like you know like and then it's like yo I done lost more weight and that's <laughs> like we was realizing like girl we we lost weight I mean, we wasn't really trying to lose weight um there were times obviously when we were trying but it was just like more of the like I really ain't trying to lose this weight it's, it's like you know I'm gonna take a walk around the block yes so at the beginning of COVID, we were walking together. Like she lives in Mount Vernon. Yeah. Um. So like we would we'd be on on the phone with each other. Like, all right, we going outside. Bet. Boom. Six o'clock in the morning, we outside power walking through our cities. I'm like, oh, this is a nice house. She's taking a picture. This is a nice house. Um. <laughs> but our weight loss was kind of some of it was planned, but like some of it was also. That's why I actually like did you plan on doing it? Um. But my recent weight loss has been just like oh shit, I mean, I lost some more weight. I didn't realize so. Um, I've been curvy pretty much all my life, um, having to deal with, like, I, I won't say I've ever, I've never had, like, to deal with being bullied as a child, but I do, I do know I was, I, I guess I centered out, um, not because it was like, oh, she's fat, or, you know, just those types of jokes, but, um, my family, my, I come from a family who kind of, like, some of the things that they say come off super insensitive and it doesn't always it's not like I, I can't say like my mom or my grandmother or my aunt will purposely be like girl you overweight but it's just like well y'all know Naomi gotta do it differently because she's bigger than y'all so stuff like that um I personally wouldn't say that I was bullied because of it but I do understand the harshness of how, how they speak to me you know it comes off crazy but um what was your childhood like and it's crazy. I actually went through the opposite effect. I did get bullied, and my family was a little bit of critical because, <laughs> um, because for the most part, like I feel like I'm the curviest one in my family. Like they don't right. really have like the, uh, they don't really have big heads and things like that. So it was kind of like, yeah, you have hips, but it's like don't get too don't get too big. They want you to be like the typical like they want you to be skip. They want you to be petite like the. The Instagram bodies. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> it's just like, that's not realistic. Like, if I'm going to have all this, I'm going to have a gut and right, things like right, that. Right. normal. So, how would you say you handled it? Um, and then compare it to um, how you handle things with your family now. Um, before, I could definitely say it was... <laughs> before, definitely, it was bad. Um, I got bullied at school and things like that. But I've always just tried to persevere, but it was definitely hard because there weren't plus-size models how they are today. They didn't look like how I look, and there weren't a body positivity. So it definitely was a hard thing to do and stay confident at a young age when you're constantly being judged and you're, con- and you're constantly having your... So... <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm, <laughs> I'm choking. I be having choking tanks. Y'all, y'all know me. You know the vibes over here. I be choking. It's, it's nothing. But <clears throat> would you say, like, obviously growing up, like, you're kind of. I want to say you don't know how to handle situations. But like, you know, like, you're. If someone in your family says something to you, you're like, bro, like, I don't, I don't know how I should be handling this, you know? And then now. You, you you've you've learned from it, right? Yeah. Will you say that some of the and it's, if you've if you have not experienced this, you can just tell me that you haven't experienced it. But like, 
Will you say the way that you've dealt with the trauma from your family, will you say that that has helped prepare you for for the trauma that you've gotten from the world? Yes, definitely. So would you mind like talking about like an experience that you've had um, with outsiders? Doesn't happen. You don't have to go too deep, but like oh, okay. <laughs> whatever you want to share. These are my cousins. I call them my cousins, but um, whatever you would want to share, obviously. But like, what wasn't it? What is an experience from an outsider that you've had where it was just like, damn, like that kind of remind me of like what my mom be saying, or like, damn, like my aunt said that to me before, or, or whatever the case might be, and you've had to use like the way you dealt with your family with that. Thing, thing. <laughs> um, this probably is weird. Like, for example, I I like to I like to eat alone, and the reason being is because I've had situations with my family where, like, I was eating, and because my brother they're, they're skinny as shit. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and, um, I remember, like, I just like I I just don't want to feel like you know, like you feel like okay. I think Cheyenne brought it up one time. Like she said, you know, be um, she was like being plus size. You feel like people be like, oh you want more food or like they try to they try to stuff you like oh yeah like you're always hungry because that's why you're plus sign is like no so that's why right. sometimes I try to eat alone because I feel like people are trying to stare at me like oh the big girl eating a burger <laughs> it's like right but you wouldn't stare at somebody else fucking eating it like that first of all I'm sick and tired of y'all as, as a perfect woman why the hell I, I didn't want to say why the hell I don't know why I just told to myself why the fuck y'all be staring at curvy women eat why? Because I don't see y'all staring at skinny women eating. I don't see y'all staring at slim, thick women eating. I don't. I don't. Why the fuck y'all staring at curvy women? Or let me fuck my food up and pee. Yo, like, <laughs> and then it's crazy because now it's not it's not to like make stereotypes or anything, but niggas eat. Big niggas, skinny niggas, them niggas tear the fuck down, right? For real. But we don't watch them eat. And if we do, it's like, yo, this nigga fucking his food up. Like, it gotta be good. You sure you like, I'm not. Right, but when it's women, it's like, oh my God, like. You have to be, you have to be like, like prissy while you eat. You have to eat certain fucking meals. Like, I can't be messy and fuck up some wings. Yo, (laughs) I remember, okay, story time. Y'all know I'll be having my random story time in the middle of episodes. Like, two weeks ago, right? Me and my friend, where the hell we went? We went to some, like, random spot. They had ribs. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm fuck these ribs up. Like me, I'm not ashamed. I'm, not, I'm one of those females. I eat in front of anybody. I eat in front of a new nigga, an old nigga, your nigga, my nigga, they nigga. I don't care. I will, I'll chow down. I'll eat a banana. I don't care. I chow down. And me and my friend, she's also curvy. She's like, yo, we finna fuck this food up. I'm like, yo, they, we saw them coming out the back with the, with the ribs. I'm like, yo, like, that's my food. She was like, yo. Why are everybody looking at us now? I'm like, what you mean? She was like, look how they looking at us. They bring the food to the table. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just happened to look around. And um, it was like, we're sitting at a booth. So um, our, our our booth was against the window. And then like across from us was like other booths or whatever. But there was no, because of COVID, they completely emptied out the middle of it. So there's no like freestanding tables. And I'm just like, yo, the people who could see us, like, they was really looking at us. They was like looking at us. And then I'm realizing, like, a girl, a skinny girl, and she was sitting by herself. She was sitting by herself. They pay us more attention as two curvy women eating ribs, a, a rib platter, than they did of, her, of the one woman sitting by herself eating a rib platter. 
And a rib platter at that particular restaurant is a is a platter for you. It's a shareable platter. So like, if me and you go there and we get two platters, we technically eat before. Yeah. So when I I'm like, y'all as curvy women eating the platter, y'all looking at us crazy because we want to fuck these ribs up. But a skinny woman eating a platter for two by herself, y'all not y'all not looking at that. And I was gonna say something, but my friend was like, nah, this not this. This not it. Like, this is not the time to talk about it. Yeah, but then, like yeah, but it's like, it's hard because it makes you, it's like, even though deep down, you don't want to feel uncomfortable because, of course, you got to fucking eat. But it's like, it makes you feel uncomfortable to just have people just staring at you. But I just want to know, like, can somebody tell me what's the point of staring at somebody eat? I personally, I, skinny, whatever, I don't, I don't like looking at people eat. I just, that, I, I lose my appetite watching people eat. And however, I, I will say, if, if I cooked my, if I cooked the food, I'd be like, yeah, you fucking that shit up because I cooked it. But if we, if we're having dinner, I, I just can't. It does for me. It doesn't. Ha- it has nothing to do with the person's size. I just can't look at you eat like. That. Whenever I go, we just went out to dinner. Like yeah. we ate our food and we was, we was we was fucking it up. But like we weren't watching each other eat. You know, we're we're interacting with each other. I just don't get it. It's like curvy women or plus size women, whatever you guys identify or or want to call yourselves. They get looked at because they eat. Dude, what do y'all want us to do? Eat peanuts in public? Like, no, no you want to eat this fucking salad. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> I actually had a guy do that to me one time on a fucking date. Like, he on a I, date? Yes. He tried to say, "Oh, I told him what I wanted." He said, "Oh, you're gonna get a salad." And I looked at this motherfucker. I said, "No, I'm gonna get a fucking baked potato <laughs> like, with so, cream okay. cheese." Since <laughs> we ran over into that, have you had any weird experiences being a curvy woman in dating? Yeah, because I don't know. Let me know if you feel the same way. You ever feel like you're being hypersexualized? <laughs> like, I feel like I got a question, dudes. If you do you like me, or do you like because my ass, or because certain things, like, right, 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 occurs, and I'm just like, oh no. And it just like it, it kind of makes you like overanalyze shit. I had recently because before I've never had. So I remember when we did our Kirby segment. It was in 2020, but. I had never had any issues like a guy. I, I I definitely felt like some of the guys that oh you like because of my height with my weight. It's like oh you you mass small but you thick with it. So don't say shit like that. But it, it would never make me uncomfortable. Recently, right? This dude sliding my DM. We we chopping it up. He starts texting me. We going on a month of, of chopping it up with each other, right? He goes, damn! I realized you never sent me any news. I said you. You feel like you need dudes? Hold on. <laughs> right? She had to, <laughs> yo, she had had to clean the glasses. She had to clean the glasses. I'm like, yeah, like, um, I didn't realize I had to send you dudes. Like, you're not my nigga. You somebody nigga. You somebody's son, but you ain't mine. Like, I didn't really realize I had to spoil you in that way. He's like, oh, did I offend you? Like, yeah. I'm like, what you mean? And if you gotta ask that, you know you fucking offended. So I'm like, what you mean? He's like, nah, I'm just saying, like, he's like, I wasn't trying to say, like, anything crazy. He's like, I'm just saying, like, you, you other females, by now, I would've got some news. He was like, and obviously, once we start having the conversation, it kind of went elsewhere. But I'm like, I I don't feel like I need to send you nudes because we're not in a relationship. Where we don't, we're, that's not the type of relationship that we have. And he's exactly. like, well, you know, some some girls, and he's like, not trying to be funny, but like, I, I'm i more attracted to curvy women. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I feel like sometimes curvy women 
that are not necessarily insecure, like they're not necessarily secure with their bodies, will throw a quick nude at a nigga to see if he's on the ground. So I'm like, you know what? He might be onto something. He might be onto something. And I'm like, well, why do you feel that way? And he's like, well, starts sending me screenshots. And I'm like, why do you really feel like that though? And he's like, well, I've dated women, curvy women who were just not happy with their bodies. And because like I was, I was attracted to them, they kind of like, like I got all of their attention. They were very clingy with me. And he's like, so like I just, I would just get news from them. And he's like, you're the same. Like he's like, you're my type, but not trying to be like stereotypical about it. He's like, like you have like you're not skinny or whatever. He's like, you're a curvy woman. But he was like, I realized like you would like you really just ain't sending no news. I'm like, bro, you don't need to see me naked. Like, and I was, in the beginning, I'm not even gonna lie, I was offended. I was like, this nigga want news from me. But once he, like, backpedaled and explained it, I'm like, yo, like, do other men recognize that? Do you recognize that a a curvy woman, and it's it's not to say that skinny women don't do it either, but a curvy woman will throw you a nude to see if you genuinely are in love with her body. Because she's been made, she's been insecure about it. And I had to sit there and think about it. Like, I I don't be sending nudes because you ain't getting my shit. We gotta be top tier for some shit. But, like, Like, are women, are curvy women genuinely, and, and we, we know that we have, curvy women have a hard, I don't want to say hard time, but we have a hard time dating because of the unnecessary comments that people make. But when they, when there is a guy that does make curvy women feel right, do we just genuinely lock in? And I was worried. Because you got me overthinking. Like, right, because <laughs> I, like, I, I can't say that I've sent the dude a picture, like, Boom, here I am, because I see that you're attracted to me. But I do have friends, like, and I, this is a conversation I had to have with, with my cur- my cur- other curvy friends to figure it out. And they were like, yo, I'm not gonna hold you. Like, yeah. When a nigga tell me I look good and he really, like, about it, and I don't get that attention from guys too much because they just, like, over, like, just overly sexualize everything, like, yes, I'll throw out niggas a nude to see if he's gonna really, like, be okay with my body. Right? That's a whole nother perspective. No, I'm not going to lie because I had to think to myself, like, I've, when I was in my younger years, I've done it, (laughs) but, um, I definitely, I see his perspective because I've kind of felt that way. Like, I feel like sometimes guys, they try to see if you're going to send a nude because they want to see how insecure you really are. Right. Right. And and that's like, they try to to fish you. (laughs) And I had to realize, like, I had to say to him, like, yo, like, in the beginning, I was offended by that, but thank you. Cause you kind of shine some light on something I would never ever think about, like, and I know for me it's it, I, you ain't see me naked, you ain't see me naked. That's how I am. Yeah. But for it gave me another reason to kind of be sensitive with other women because like you, I, me, I take pictures all the time. I have thirteen hundred pictures on Instagram. Like, so for me to just throw my picture up there, people are like, oh my god, that's a whole another. You have a whole. I have green hair right now. Boom! Look at this confidence. Like, oh my, like. You as a curvy woman, you were you wore all purple. What like, and it's just like and my and people get tired of like oh people need to stop saying like curvy women have x and z amount of confidence because they're curvy women like skinny women have confidence too and and I'm, I'm, I I hear people out when they say it but there are skinny women who are insecure with their bodies so I just want to start with that 
skinny women are just as insecure with their bodies as curvy women. Because some women get picked out for being skinny. Now, I don't hear much about it. Because for some people, it's normal to be skinny. And it's this weird, absurd thing to be a curvy woman or to be plus size. Which is not fair. Because we all come listen. There's some fire johns out here that's plus size, y'all. Definitely. Inside and out. And it's, it's the society, like society standard of what like beauty could be. These people are are beautiful on the outside, and their insides are all fucked up. And it makes it like people like Lizzo, she's beautiful, yo. Like her spirit, amazing. <laughs> but they try to talk down to her and make it seem like she's such a horrible person. Yeah, because remember in the beginning, like when she was trying to be like show her body more, everybody was like, oh, like she's doing too much. Mm-hmm. Like, but there be the other women in different body shapes that do it every damn day. That's sick. So, have you had a moment where somebody told you you was doing too much as a curvy girl? Yes. What, what, girl, tell us the tea. What um, No, like, actually, I was a little younger, and I remember, like, I bought, like, a lace shirt. And I remember, like, I thought it was cute as shit. Like a, like a... It was an all-lace shirt. It had, like, flowers and shit. This is back in, like, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, it's probably tacky as hell, no. But I thought I was the shit. And I came to fucking school, like, and this girl, like, she dead just had to say, you shouldn't be wearing that shirt. You shouldn't be wearing it. Yes, like she does, like made it like known in the classroom, and I was just like, I felt awkward as shit. Like just like, like I felt like I was wrong for trying to show skin or anything like that. And I've even the same girl. She had the same, we, you know, like dress down day in school. Right. I mean, her had the same exact dress on. She walked in. I she walked in. She had no like pantyhose under and everything like that. It was just a black dress. They let her go through, but because I was considered more curvy. I got, like, pulled through the line by my principal, and he told me to go to the bathroom. He said, change your clothes. He was like, if I ever catch you like this again, he was like, you're getting suspended. And even, like, the, even the superintendent, even, like, the, super, not the superintendent, the secretary was like, I feel like he's being dramatic, but she was like, you know, I feel like it's because, you know, you got a lot of curves. She said, you're going to be having dudes drop like flies, but it's just like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> Bro. I don't think I've ever had, like, dress code infractions when I was in school because of, I was being curvy. But that's... Listen, I went to Warren Hardin. I went to Warren Hardin High School. They're bullshit. No, we went to Hardin. Yeah, that was, like, a.k.a. Rikers Island Part 2. Not Rikers Island. <laughs> uh, not Rikers. She, I went to Bullard, and then I went to West Hill. You went to Bullard? I was Bullard. Because it was, like, down the hill. <laughs> down the hill. I mean... <laughs> It was like it's so crazy because like when you consi- when you hear people talk about like classic central artists, you're like, damn, these schools is horrible. And then there's fucking Bullard. Like, what y'all be doing in there? And I was in masonry, laying bricks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just laying bricks. I'm in the cafeteria. But honestly, tech was tech was tech. We had we had some lit times. I'm pretty sure you probably know about the Xander Francis fight. It was like hundred of us in there. A hundred people. We got all got suspended from school because we went to see them fight. I'm trying to think because it was lit. It was people from hard in there. They fought. And then um, I think Zan Zan cracked Francis in the head. It, it was, that shit was crazy. It's on YouTube. I can find that shit. Now I gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, was back in the day. We was, yo, it's crazy because you can see everybody running back. We all got suspended. All We got suspended for that shit. 
don't know who snitched on us, who turned the video in, but we got we all got suspended. Not gonna be on it though. But I'm, as far as like our dress code stuff at Bullard, um, I can honestly say we were all treated equally. Um, it, it, our dress code wasn't it wasn't too much. Well, when we had like dress down days where you could wear what you wanted to wear, and people would wall out like they'll be like, "Girl, you know your skirt is too short." But I will say it was all across the board. It, we had this Miss 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 T um, Miss Torsola. Boom. Um, she was a short Hispanic woman, very mean, sweetheart, but very mean. She would like she'll be like skinny, tall, short, curvy. She'd be like, put your hands in. Too short. Let's go. Too short. Let's go. Too tight. Oh, you can't bend down? Go, go, go to the office. Maybe the office. You got ISS. Like, and it was all across the board. Um, but our dress code stuff was mainly like, your shirt look dingy. You know, you need to upkeep yourself in a, a certain way because it, they were teaching us to be professionals. Um, which I think was awesome. <laughs> At the end of the day, I can't. I, Dress code in a, in a professional atmosphere, especially as a curvy woman, is something that needs to be taught to a lot of people. Because me, getting dressed and stuff is not something that's hard to me because I, I genuinely love fashion. But, like, um, a fitted dress for a skinny woman that, you know, it may show her curves, um, but it's still, like, professional for her. Where she wouldn't have to put on a blazer or she wouldn't have to put on a, you know, something else to make it professional but for a curvy woman and that's something that I was able to learn in high school like okay like you see her she got booty she got hips she got her boobs out like she got this cute nice dress this is how we gonna play it out like we got the blazer the blazer gives her you know that comfortable area where her butt is covered and honestly like a lot of curvy women y'all be thinking like we be flapping ass around because we want to a lot of curvy women don't like that their ass moves and they want to hide it they don't want that attention so this is how you can hide that like I learned a lot more. I had a, the pleasure of being able and a blessing to learn different things from like being in school and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, and obviously along the way as an adult, but like for me, being the us getting sent home because your skirt was too short or whatever, it they didn't. It wasn't like the curvy girl was always getting sent home because she was a curvy girl. The skinny girl got sent home too. If you had a shirt that was too low cut, whether you had double D's or A cup, you're going home. Um, so it helped you. It, for me, it kind of like, it kind of set the tone of how things should be. Like, if your cleavage is out, you need to go home. Um, it did, I didn't get that discriminatory uh, feel for things in high school when it came to dress code and stuff. So, that's my But I feel like, like you said, they. They prepped you for getting the job interviews and things like that. I feel like that's the thing that they should have did in my school, but they never did. They were always worried about the long things. Bridgeport Public School System, when it comes to high school, they're worried about sports. Yeah. Because they get that funding. So, if if y'all can't read, if you don't know how to make your resume, they don't care about that. Because like they say, they still won't get that check. Right. They still get the check. Like... Okay, like, and it's crazy because if you pay attention to how they highlight schools, and we don't want to a whole other topic, but if you pay attention to how they highlight, like, things in schools, like, look at the news. Bridgeport Public Schools are always getting talked about because they're sports programs. Or because, you know, they got funding for the baseball team. Or they did something else. 
Freaking Harden hat toppers. <laughs> like, it was stuff that was happening in the schools that got overlooked time and time again because they got funding first. Like, oh, since you got a new f- football field, did they really need that? Because we, we still ain't got books. Where we still got books from like 1997. Right. Like, bro, I, my mama's friend's name was written in the back of my book. Like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> like, really? Do you, do you see how outdated this is? Or they don't even got enough books for like each like student. Come on. <laughs> oh, and don't get us talking about the how Listen. they need to get the just put it like this. They need to clean these buildings better. Y'all yeah. janitors suck. It's crazy because <laughs> going to tech, I did not have to experience dirty rooms and stuff like that. No, I sneak into the teachers' bathrooms just to use the bathroom because I didn't want to use the bathroom with everybody else. Bro, I feel that. I used to make sure I didn't drink and stuff in school, so I didn't have to use that. That's how serious it gets. But at Tech, we had clean bathrooms. And then when I went to, when I transferred to West Hill, it's clean. Stanford Public School was awesome. I, I loved it. I was like, oh wow, this. Be like, yo, <laughs> I could eat lunch here. Like, it was completely different atmosphere. But. Going to school in Bridgeport, where it was predominantly black people, and then going to West Hill, which was a very good mix of black and white, I will say um, the acceptance of curvy white women, they were, they were more accepting of curvy white women than curvy black women. And I, could, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not to, listen, I, I love everybody, you know what I'm saying? I don't like them. I love y'all, though, because I ain't going to get in heaven unless I do. I'm tired, and, and I'm, I'm, you can speak on it to whatever aspect that you want to speak on it, but I'm going to speak on it with black men because that's who I date, right? I'm tired of black men making it seem like if Tina from the block got on an oversized t-shirt and she didn't put on a bra because she was running down the street to make sure that her kids have food in the house real quick. They make it seem like she's so nasty, she's so sloppy, she's so ghetto. But we'll have a baby by a white woman who does the same exact shit, and it's okay because she's tired. She's doing a lot of shit for kids. I don't like that. I don't like how black men make it seem like black women are angry, we're ghetto, we got we talk so much shit, but Latino women, oh, that's sexy, they're fierce, that's, that's sassy. No, it's the same fucking thing. And I'm tired of that shit. So tired of it. And going to West Hill, I realized, like, you know the little, the skater dresses that, like, with the, the ones that have, like, the quarter sleeve, though? It'll, like, stop, like, mid. Right I here. think you're talking about, yeah. They, a lot, at that time, like, a lot of, a lot of girls wore them shits. You'll wear it with your little biker shorts underneath. Your Converse. Converse, right? You was, you was fly. Those dresses typically stop, like, right under your butt. So when you have your biker shorts on, which are like mid mid thigh, okay, cool, like do you sis? But when the white girls had them on, and the white girls be heisting the shit out their biker shorts to their damn near panties, oh, that's she she's showing off her thighs, she's showing off her shape. But if a black girl do it, oh, she's ratchet. You need to put clothes on, or like we're showing too much skin, or you're just trying to just like go. Why, it's like, why when they do it, it's, it's okay, but we're get, we get all, like, the negative fucking feedback. Right, and it's so hurtful. 
It's so hurtful. And it's like, I've had, I've never, I've, I've, the only, okay, I have not dealt with the comparison of, of, of a curvy white woman, but I've de- dealt with the comparison of um, a black man accepting a Latino woman's um, attitude over mine. Or even a white woman's attitude. Because white women be having attitudes. They just, they're just that shady with it. Yeah. up front. <laughs> So if it's like, if I go to a restaurant, like, boom, story for y'all. I'm going to tell you that story. So I went to Wedge Inn in Stanford, right? I don't know if you know what Wedge Inn is. It's like a little hut. Like, love Wedge Inn. That's my spot. So it's busy. Me and my friends sitting outside. It's three of us. Now, it's three tables outside. So me and my friends sitting at the, the middle table. Um, on one side was a black family, another black family. And the black family got to they were sitting with another white family. Like, it was two families sitting together. They were friends or whatever. And then on the other side, it was a Spanish family. And the woman from the restaurant came outside and was like, hey, who ordered hot dogs? Um, I have six of them, but I don't remember the condiments that you guys said. You guys walked out so fast. Everybody that was outside had ordered hot dogs. So it was like, oh, well, which order are you talking about? But when it came from the black woman, like, what order are you talking about? It was like, you guys, oh, no, no, calm down, calm down. Bro, I just actually will fucking order you something. I'm not hype. So then when the white woman went over there, it was like, what did you say? Because me and my kids ordered hot dogs too. We're sitting right at the table. And the lady was like, well, there's multiple orders. Like, that's why I'm coming to get you because everyone walked out. Like, we're so busy and you guys were trying to get out of our hair so fast that you, we miss, you know, there was a miscommunication somewhere. And the little guy that came out to help her it was a black guy and he was like oh I should know they were going to have something to say talking about us as, as the black kids who were sitting there we should, I should know they were going to have something to say I'm like what the fuck that mean like and then I'm like no we just she came, like she said y'all were busy we wanted to get the fuck out of there it's hot as hell we, who, which hot dogs are you talking about Claire's day very simple no attitude but the white woman me and my kids are sitting over here we're hungry They're, bitch everybody here is hungry Man, don't make me say fuck your kids. Right, like, <laughs> I'm not be trying. I be trying to do it up for the kids, but it, it, y'all parents make it hard for y'all. If you if you a kid listening to this podcast, just know, now I really be trying for y'all, but y'all parents make it hard with the attitude. Like, sis, your white children are no better than my black children. Exactly. And I get it. You want your kids to eat. If you if you were in front of me in line and I got my food before yours and you had a question about it, I have no problem with that. I think you should ask a question. Why is it that me and my family were sitting here for 15 minutes and she was sitting here for five and she got her food first? Let's let, let, ask the question. So how long you were sitting there? We were sitting there for like 15 minutes. And her and her kids had sat there for like, they were like maybe five minutes tops. So clearly you were there for It was morning. our food. Right. But you gave it. But because her and her kids are hungry, it's, it's the fucking white privilege for me. And that shit gotta stop. Like, in. I don't know if I'm saying this right. The fucking appropriation. Like, for example, like, yeah. the, the, like, for example, like, they'd be like, I remember a guy said to me, like, oh, I don't like box braids, but I bet you, if I let you this chick wear it, you gonna like them. I'm a little tired of y'all. White folks. You white-skinned folks doing what black people do and trying to make it seem like it's an us thing. It ain't an us thing, which y'all included. It's an us thing, because black people started this shit. Corn rolls, box braids, zigzag parts, bamboo earrings, bamboo earrings, all that shit is black people. I've never seen in any of the history books a white woman with bamboo earrings. 
Oh, that's the, don't be, I was gonna say, don't give me sorrow spirituality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody was, my, my friend said, she was like, I will never, God forgive me, I will never trust, she's like, I never trust a white, like a white witch. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, how you gonna, how you gonna tell me about my, my spirituality, my culture, when y'all took it from me? <laughs> Bro, that's, that's the facts. And I just don't understand it, like, but it, they get Even praised for being it. a, cur- yo, I work in retail, right? The amount of white women that come up to me like, so I got a little fadunkadunk, bitch, uh-uh. How do, how do these jeans work on the booty? I know you would know. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, no, I hate the, the, the sis. I am not, not your sis. fucking sis. <laughs> <laughs> not your sis. I see you, girl. Like, no. I'm not your, I'm not your girl. I'm not your sis. I'm not your homie. I'm not your home skillet. I don't know what the fuck y'all be calling your friends, but no, I'm not that. Because you want me, you want to bite off my culture. You want to bite off my swag. So you try to kiss up to me, bitch. Boom. I even had like my cousin had a friend. She used to always be seeing me like and be like, oh, Emery, you always beat people up. Like, damn, stop saying that. You just make it seem like, like, like black women are so like a like minority women are so aggressive. <laughs> oh, and that be just perpetuated the whole thing. Like we, like we can't be loved. Like oh yeah, like because we're so aggressive. That's why they be just saying here. Oh yeah, like I remember how you brought it up. If a if a black woman gets loud, it's taken as ratchet or oh yeah, she's doing too much. But she, if a white woman is just is just speaking her mind, it's like oh she just she's speaking her mind. Right. It's like what the fuck? It's the difference. Like I just have passion in my voice. I'm enraged. <laughs> And she gonna let you slide. I'm not. Yo, <laughs> talk, talk that toxic. They really be making it seem like women just really be bugging. Black women and, and minority women, they make it seem like we be bugging, bugging. And white women do the same shit, and it's just like, well, she's got a point. What was the fucking point? I, I just, I don't get it. And half the shit they be saying is like the same shit I could have just fucking said. Using like my my deliverance. I'm like, bro, are y'all serious? Because people don't understand when you're when you're constantly going through this again the same narrative and everything like that, you're eventually gonna be aggressive about it because you're like, okay, I'm tired of this shit. Exhausted. Like it's so much like the comparison of black women to white women is so exhausting. Like, every day a black woman gets up and there's a white woman who's literally trying to mimic what she's doing. And a black woman doesn't get the credit for it. The white woman does. Because she's cool. And she's trying something new. She's thinking outside the box. Well, well, she's no. She's the different. bitch was digging in my fucking box. And that's why she got the idea that she got. It's so it's so exhausting. And people need to understand that. Like, bro, me as a black curvy woman, I'm probably dealing with the same shit that this curvy white woman is. But because she's sashaying around in her fucking yoga pants... Her fucking bob haircut. The way she doing it, it's it's okay for her to do it. But like I said, if Tina from down the street with four kids, it's like I, I just don't I just don't understand. It's very it's, it's giving me upset talking. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> yeah, this is like black women go through so much, and we don't go through it just the once. We don't go through it twice. We go through it forever. It was like so sad because like I feel like the reason they think we're so aggressive like because imagine you being a woman 
and always having to protect yourself from the fucking everybody. Everyone. You gotta protect yourself from the white man, the black man, the like the clothing companies. Like you know, and don't get me started on these clothing companies because y'all largest be mediums. I just fucking ordered some businesses. <laughs> <laughs> They're extra largest. That shit that shit like covers like literally just the nipple and I'm just like <laughs> I'm like Okay, I literally have to send this shit back. Now. I ordered a dress from Shein. I read the reviews, like size up. So I'm like, okay, so I'm an extra large. I'll get the two X. Or should I have gotten the three X because that shit was not. It was not. It was tight. It was tight as fuck. And I have hips. I got a little stomach, and I got titties. I have broad shoulders. It felt like, and it, it was not, it was not a bodycon dress. It was supposed to be a nice little flowy dress. I felt like I was wearing a saran wrap. Yes. A flowy dress. That was a bodycon dress. Who would have known? And then he's like, you gotta fucking buy it just to figure it out. Y'all play fuck. It's like you're playing bingo. Which is- <laughs> Yo, I would have... <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Why do I... Why, like, why? Me, I gotta show you the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's so discouraging. Y'all, y'all go... She, I don't even know what Sheen or Shine. <laughs> y'all, y'all go get this shit together. Yo, you have to send it to me. So I, I feel, feel like a stripper. Like, yo, <laughs> that's lingerie. That is not... Yo, like I told the dude, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's a little much. I asked my show, you like, is that a little much? He's like... Yeah, that's something nice for the room, but not like for going to the beach. Right. I was like, that is for the but beach. But see, it makes me <laughs> mad because it's like, we have to alter everything. Or we why have to make it I work. Just, yes. Why, why the fuck can I just buy something from your fucking brand and it works? And why can't I have arm and a leg for it? <laughs> Come on. Why can't I go in Rainbow and get a $5 top like everybody else? No, they'd be like $20. For a graphic tee? Listen, I'll take my ass to five below. Fuck this shit. I'm going to make me a shirt. I'm going to give me a uh, one from fucking Dollar General. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get some safety pins. And I'm going to make this work. Which, last time I tried to make a safety pin shirt, I sliced my leg. So, I should probably just stop. Just give up. <laughs> no, I'm going to start writing these companies like, yo, y'all come. I want to wear the sexy shit too. Right. It's just like, it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. And then the other thing that I have to deal with, that well, I I'm gonna say I deal with it because I hear people talking. I've had no mind, but I've been I've been catching the little like like I said earlier. You were all purple as a curvy woman. Yes, bitch. If I look like Barney, that's the fuck I'm gonna look like. Why is it that curvy women can't wear one solid color? He's like, why you gotta give refer- no, why you gotta give refer to Barney? Like, I said, why can I? Like, I bet you have another bitch where you be like, oh, she's like. You look like a little sexy lavender. No. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Doing the fucking most. I want to shoot them sometimes. Like, oh, she looks like a little cupcake. She looks like a pig. Bitch, what? Because I have on all pink and I'm curvy. I look like a pig. But because she's skinny, she looks like a little cupcake. Or a cake pop. Or something cute. Pigs are cute. Work. Oink, oink. <laughs> you motherfuckers eat bacon, don't you? Appreciate the pig. Like, that shit makes me so mad. I'm just over it. Ugh. I just wish that we lived in a world where all the clothes were the same price. Whether it was curvy 
or regular, air quotes, unregular. I wish that, I wish when it came down to boots, that having wide legs like the calf area, that needs to be an option for all boots. Not everybody has small ass calves. Look at these legs. Or like wide shoes. Yo, why is that not an option for every fucking, why is it that certain? Yo, women, plus size women that, that cannot wear like heels, their feet be looking like jellyfish in their flats because they be like, it look like busted biscuits and shit. Like, your shoe be mad tight on your foot because you got you get the size, you wear a size 10, so you get a size 11 to accommodate for, for the space. And it's not even that you need a bigger size, you just need a wide size. Why is the wide not an option in everything? And if you, if you do want it wide, you probably got to pay extra money. Extra money. money. Or you got to go to the fucking Target and, fi- and buy some shoehorns. Or you got to fucking do some some wild shit like fucking space your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put some socks in your heels. And walk around your house for a little bit until you get it all together. Break them in. <laughs> like, Because if you don't, you will be putting a lidocaine on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. But no, I just, I hate that type of shit. I hate that they be making it seem like it's a shock as well that um, plus size women can walk in hills. Like, what the fuck that mean? Where they be looking at you like your hair will fucking break. Yo! And that's making me feel worse. That means you want to fucking stumble some more. I'm like this. I'm trying to be confident. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> She's so trying to be confident. Then I start seeing people like staring at me like, oh, shit. I fucking start wobbling. I see. I'm. I be walking. Hey, how y'all doing? You see me? Because I see me. And I see you see me as I'm walking down the street. Period. I'm going to continue to walk. Oh, where I get my shoes from? You shocked that I can walk in this high bill and I'm curvy? I see skinny women can't walk in their shoes. So let's talk about that. Look, <laughs> eat little ankle shaking and about to break. Fuck out of here. Don't be looking at us. Like, as y'all can tell, this is getting me very hostile. <laughs> I, I, listen, I was in Grill 2 the other, like, two weeks ago with my friends. And with girls and they were with heels on. I love Grill 2. It, it be loud as fuck. But I love Grill 2. This girl was, like, 90 pounds wet. I could not walk in her shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. She could not walk in her shoes. But her curvy friend was boom, boom, boom. And you could just tell based off like, first of all, she had on um like these flowy like wide leg pants, striped, very nice, plain bodysuit, jean jacket. But you know, she had her little jiggle when she walked. You know, like your titties just be going. And she was and you can tell, like, when she was walking in, when I see when I see any woman who look good, I'd be like, yes, bitch. But when I see a curvy woman, that's my sis. Like, I can relate to the pain that it took you to get to where you was at today. The so I'd be like, you better go ahead, sis. Like, and I'm saying the confidence, but it's definitely, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes it does take confidence because it's not that you don't. Because, like, you can really feel good about yourself. And it's just, it's just always that fucking asshole. That one person. It's all it takes one. That would just fuck your whole mood whole up. Whole mood up. Like, what the fuck she looking at me like that for? And then you sad or you you feel out of place. Or just, and sometimes getting, your, your friend's mood could play a part in it. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that to say, I have friends, right? We go out with my friends. Like, we are, I'm, I'm the fashionista. I come out with 
everything and nothing. Like, I'd be out here walling the fuck. You see my outfits yeah. Like, I, you see my, my colorful pants. Like, my friends, they, when I, when I put the, when I posted the picture, they put, they screenshot me and put it in, in a group chat. I was like, only you would wear pants like that. Yes. So when I go out with my friends, my friends, now my friends hype me up. Y'all think the shit y'all see on Instagram is nothing. You got to see us walking outside and I got on some fire shit. My friends hype me up. But I've been in friends groups, in friends groups where because I'm, I'm such a fashionista or I'm over the top with how I dress um, and being a curvy woman, they don't know how to handle that energy that I get from people complimenting me. And your friends not feeding off of the energy that you're getting can be very damaging. And to see a curvy girl in a group of six, seven skinny women and somebody like, oh, girl, look at you. Like the little, and it don't always be intentional shade, but the little, that says a lot. That'll ruin it right there. Like the little eye rolls, the the weird glance over the shoulder, that says a lot. My friend, I have a friend named Alex. She'd be like, go friend, I see you. If somebody, if we're walking on the street, somebody'd be like, oh, those pants are nice. She'd be like, right, I keep telling her those pants is nice. And it's like, that energy compared to a friend who's just like, <laughs> nah, if I look right, like, my, like we, we hype each other up and it's so genuine. Having friends who don't hype you up when you're dealing with, with being a curvy woman is also very damaging. It's like, as, and it's not to say that other people don't need these same foundations, but like curvy women really need strong foundations around them in every aspect of life. You need to have, when it comes to work, you need to have someone in HR who can advocate for the simple fact that you are a curvy woman and sometimes your button up fits a little bit snug compared to everyone else's and that it does not mean that you're trying to show off more skin than someone else. That can pull you to the side and say, hey, um, your shirt is gapping and I can see your bra. And it can say to you in a very sensitive and professional way without singling you out. When it comes to your friendships, your friends should be able to, first of all, your, if your friends don't understand your insecurities and try to help you work through them, they're not your this shit that I'm insecure about and my friends know and my friends will be like like sometimes when I walk I look down a lot and I, I don't know why I do it but I don't do it because I like don't like looking at people but I, sometimes I'll be looking down and um I have a friend she'll be like I see you looking around at everybody today as you walk you better go ahead sis and I'm like my head's just up in the, in, the, in the sky today like I feel I don't know I got my head up those little things like that from your friends group mean a lot and then when you get that from other people like outside of your friend group, it doesn't come off as like, damn, like, like we've all had those moments where you like, yo, my friends don't do that for me, but this random person does. Those moments hurt you. Girl, right? Like, <laughs> those moments hurt you because it's not like like it's not that it's like you don't think that this person is your friend anymore, but it's just like you don't see me and you don't see enough of me. Or you don't so, see my true my true self. Right. And, and like, you're not an yeah. advocate for me, and it makes me kind of think like Cause I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I've had the situation where I felt like, in a sense, like my friend, like she got a little. I'm not saying popular in a bad way, but I felt like I got it. Like if she got new friends, I got like that shame. And she said she'd be like, "Oh, it's not like that." But I'm like, "Girl, I see your friends. You comment on all their pictures and they look good, yes. But when it's me, it's just like, right. So it could definitely be discouraging when you don't have the best of friends and you don't have the that um the best. I'm not gonna say support system, but like people around you who definitely will advocate for you and boost up your um, boost up your confidence instead of kind of like shading you like oh like that's nice like yeah it's just like those those types of comments and stuff like that like <coughs> excuse me people could see how genuine you are like 
I had to realize growing up, like, some of the people that I was friends with, they did not have my best interest at heart at all when it came to anything. And I met new people, like, meeting you, and, and no matter what, like, two weeks? Yeah. Like, we, we, me and Marie met each other, like, two weeks ago. In a matter of two weeks, I poured into each other in ways that people have never poured into me before. Never poured into me. Have complimented me on things that I, like, my work ethic. I hear people tell me all the time, you're such a hard worker, that's amazing. But it's like, what 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 about me being a hard worker is amazing? Like, is it just the fact that I'm capable of sitting at home for 12 hours and I have that, and have that discipline? Because I would never know because you would tell me that. It's just like, oh, yeah, you're a great worker. But the day when you were like, Oh my, you're, you're so disciplined like I want you to teach me how to do that those are compliments that I, I wasn't getting before so I'm like when I hear somebody yesterday Nick posted me for National Administrative whatever day yeah I saw it and I'm like to see how how he, you helped me with blah 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 thank you so much for keeping this in order like that goes a long way it's like simple shit like that it goes a long way and it, it helps boost people's confidence and I don't know why people won't take that extra hours, though, but they need to do it. Yeah, because especially with everything going on, everybody's going through shit. And it just, sometimes just having someone to tell you, like, you know what, you the shit, and I see you holding it together, you got it. Like, it means the world. Because sometimes, like, when you're, like you say, like, you're always doing a lot, and I know you, you be Y'all doing be a lot. Out in these streets. I be in these trenches, yo. I be working. But... At the same time, like, you know, I, damn, I fucking got lost. <laughs> <laughs> saying that, you said I'd be doing a lot. But I'm saying, like, you do a lot, but at the same time, like, it's just definitely to know, like, you have somebody that sees that, and it's just, and they're like, I appreciate you. And it's not going, like, on deaf ears. Yeah. And, and people don't understand that. It's like, I'm someone who genuinely tries to reciprocate, so if you're telling me, like, I'm doing good or something, I'm always going to be like, well... Girl, pack yourself on the back too because you do it. Like, I, I try to make sure I say that to people. I try to make sure I am also pointing out people's like strengths. Like, it's too many times that we get pointed, like, our weaknesses get pointed out. Oh, well, you know, you you could have done better with this. No, I could, like, let's cut the, look, cut the bullshit. Yes, I could have done better, but what did I do great on? Like, I don't think people get praised enough, especially women. Minority women. I'm trying to be pro woman, but I'm pro minority woman. Oh, I ain't trying to leave nobody out, but as as a minority, but it, yeah, because you get it, um, you get it. Where it's just like, okay, it's like, I, I don't know, like for example, like I hate, I'm not gonna lie, like I've had women tell me, and it kind of makes me sad because, I, yeah, like I hate when sometimes people say, oh, you have good hair. I'll be like this, like I don't think like, I, <laughs> you got good hair too. You took care of it. It's not even like anything because my curls are looser that it's supposed to be good and I'm like no you have good hair too right like it makes me sad that some girls like feel like oh because their texture's a little different or things like that like they're not considered like it's not considered good hair I'm like you have good hair we just have different textures this should be everywhere and nowhere at the same time everywhere and everywhere cause I mean people be like oh I wish I could do what you do yes you can yes you can do it do it do it your way don't do it my way that's what people can be getting fucked up because they try to mimic what people do. And I think it's important to understand that, you know, if I put on a black dress with red shoes and I do some crazy shit with it and you put on a red, you know, a dress with red shoes and you do some crazy shit with it, you can say, you know, Nye inspired this look. However, this is my, this is my way of doing it. 
Yeah. You do not have to be a copy and paste image of me. You don't have, like, you don't. It's not about what makes my way of doing things so cool is that it's my way. Me dressing the way I dress, there are days where I'm super boho. There are days where I'm super streetwear. There are days where I take boho streetwear and I slam it together and they're like, what the fuck did you, how the hell did you do that? But that's my way of doing things. And that's what makes me unique. And people, it's like, society has, like, society has gotten us to a place where we're so comfortable with being uniquely other people. It's like, we're, oh, you're unique, but you're, you're, you're literally Kim Kardashian. The whole plastic surgery scene, all of y'all are, y'all copying the same face. What makes yours better? Your, your cheekbones are just naturally higher, so your it automatically sets for you. No, bitch. Keep your face the same. And I'm not bashing anyone who does that shit, but it's just like you're literally mimicking things. And there's so much like there's so much creativity in just being yourself and just accepting yourself and, and realizing like you know what? Maybe this look, this trend is not for me. I mean, you can try it. There's no harm in trying things, but like don't conform yourself to be something that you're not. Because it's just, it's just gonna drive you fucking crazy. Crazy, because you're gonna always, you're gonna, we're already like people who change so much. We're ever changing people, ever learning people as well. Do you know how hard it is to learn yourself? Imagine trying to learn someone else, and and learning them to be them, not even learning them to love them. Because learning someone to love them is just as hard as lear- learning to love yourself. Learning someone to be them and to mimic what they do. Oh, hell. It would look, like I said, it would really drive you crazy because it's like you're living a fucking double life. That is so much more energy being someone else that you're not. Than to just, just love yourself and just be your fucking self. <laughs> Y'all be making me sad. Y'all be making me sad. I just, I just really want y'all to see. Just do better. Treat curvy women better. Plus size, whatever you do. Love on yourself a little more. A lot more, y'all. Because I don't think a little is enough. With what's yeah, happening in this world. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think it's enough. I encourage everyone to drink water. Skinny or curvy. I encourage everyone to go out and exercise every once in a while. I encourage everyone to go to the doctor. I encourage everyone to know, you know, the things that run in there. You know, the diseases and stuff like that that, that run in your family. I encourage everyone to know that. Because... You can be a skinny diabetic. You can be a skinny person with high blood pressure. You can be an overweight person with diabetes. You can be an overweight person with high blood pressure. You can be a skinny person with cancer. You can be an overweight person with cancer. You can be a crazy woman with cancer. Like, these health issues don't just come from you being overweight. It does not just come from you being a crazy woman. Yes, you may have higher risk of things due to that, but it just... Oh, she's 210 pounds. She's got diabetes. No. Like, that's not <laughs> how this fucking works. And I'm, I'm tired of people making, oh, she, she got diabetes. She bit, no. I know, I know, and it's not to, like, trying to pinpoint anyone. A lot of people that I know that have diabetes, yes, are African-Americans, which African-Americans, we need to do that. But they're skinny people. I know a lot of skinny people who have diabetes. And I don't know too many over, like, what they consider overweight. I don't know too many of them that have diabetes. Yes, they have health issues, but it's not diabetes. And it's not even. A, I feel like it's like it's not even about like skinny with diet. And I'm saying skinny with diabetes, like it definitely happens. And being plus size about diabetes definitely happens. But it's not even aspiring to be skinny or big. It's aspiring to be just healthy in general. In general. 
And for you curvy women that want to lose weight, lose weight because that's what you want to do. Get to your desired size because that's what you want to do. Don't try to mimic someone else's weight loss. Don't try to body shape yourself and get yourself a new shape. Let your, your weight fall off of you naturally and see what your actual figure is. Like, we're all, all of our body shapes are different. Body shaping, so many people within the medical field have told me that that's not healthy. And I see a lot of girls doing it. They be like, oh, I'm getting this done. And I'm just like... And then they be, they put on the they put on like social media that they like themselves. So if you like yourself, you would stay the same, bro. And it's like there's certain improvements that we can all you know. You it's like if you have, if you have if like okay if you have like if you've had like a, like a certain amount of kids, and you want that that's different. It's definitely if you want it if you want to just feel like more sexy or just or things like that for yourself. But don't do it because society told you oh that your body is wrong. Right. So, because you may have little boobs, you gotta get your titties done, or you got, or you don't, your butt is not that big, you gotta get your ass done. That's annoying, bro. So I feel like that's literally what some of these girls are doing. They're literally losing all the weight. They're waist training themselves to death, just to like have a body that's not even realistic. And then what happens when you get this body and you're still not happy? What, what, what do we do next? Nothing, right? When you can just lose your weight now, you can go to therapy. Like, just go to therapy and figure it out. That's also what people, black people, Hispanic people, go to therapy. It is normal. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have hardships. It's okay to be traumatized. But we have to go to therapy. We have to find outlets that work for us. Especially women who are dealing with being traumatized because of the weight. You cannot just eat a tub of ice cream because you're sad. You need to talk it out. Or write it out. Or walk it out. Or cry it out. Scream it out. Throw shit in the air it out. Like, whatever, however you gotta do it, do it. But do not eat a tub of ice cream. That is not healthy. That's not healthy for anybody. Stop stress eating. Like, we just gotta find outlets for things. It was so, it, and I know, we have to make healthier decisions. We're all aware of the food deserts that there are. There are things in place. There are food pantries. There are food programs that can help us stay healthier. And we could... A lot of... We do have children who are curvy. Children. Um, I was a curvy child myself. You can teach... You can, you can put your children on a diet and not tell them that they're fat. And not make them seem like they're less than because they are chunky. Like, we, there's things you can... You know, maybe once a week we substitute ice cream for... A yogurt. Or Maybe we prepping. eat, or we could, you know, eat actual fruit instead of fruit snacks. Like, let's, it's so much. It all starts from an early age, having these healthy things in place for us, having, being able to be accessible to them. That's also, access to resources is a big thing. So, as we wrap up our episode, that's my two cents. Do you have anything else you want to know? No, I thought you were speaking to me. I'm like, you know what? I was like, <laughs> I was like you know what? Everybody I'll always says that. Cookie. <laughs> Everyone is always saying, every, a lot of people say like, when I, even with like just talking in general, when I'm like doing stuff for work or something, and they're like, do you have closing remarks? And I, every time I give my closing remarks and I'm done, I'm like, they were like, I feel like you said that for me. I'm like, if the shoe fits, wear the wig too. But appreciate you coming up here chopping it up with us. No, I'm actually, I'm actually grateful. Thank you. <laughs> Well, hopefully you like my family. Black Goatee fan. They're going to talk back to you. Um, if you guys have any questions, you can drop them in, the, in our DM like you usually do. 
and we'll circle back around soon. Bye. Bye.